Hey, welcome back to the Bloodthirsty Pugs podcast. This is season two, episode one. I'm really glad you're with us. My name is Dustin Scott. So today, to start our new season, we have four of us all sitting together. So my co-host and myself, we're all sitting in the same room. Uh, So you may notice some weird audio hiccups here and there. We're learning. But yeah, we're going to talk about introverts and extroverts again today because Aaron is an extrovert and the rest of us are intros. So uh, pretty interesting to learn. Let's get this season rolling. All right, so moving forward. So Bloodthirsty Pugs, we're going to start getting some podcasts going again. There'll probably be some episodes that are just a couple of us. There'll be some of them that'll be all four of us um, figuring all that out. It'll be cool. Variety of topics, random stuff, random conversations. Um, I'm going to start. I, I want this podcast to start having segments in it and everything. So I've already talked to you guys about like, I've got a couple ideas of, of some things that I don't know if it's necessarily comedy per se, but like it kind of is just something different. So it's not just us droning on the whole time. It's kind of break up the conversation. And- yeah. And then I do want to, I mean, we're recording new music and stuff. So I want to, another way to break up the conversation is maybe smack dab in the middle of the episode. I'll have a little ad for monsters in the mirror, play a couple of clips of our songs. Like that way, if anybody listening likes it and check it out. Absolutely. Cool. And then maybe we, we, we make it up, right? Just a little acoustic sesh. Maybe just, just here, just audio, just, it's a little bit of like real basic. Oh yeah, that'd be easy. And just rock it out. And I think maybe they could, whoever's listening, they could say, "Hey, I want to know more about more, know more about this." They kind of get by now our background. Mm-hmm. What we, if there's anything we could offer, they'll yeah. know by what to ask. And um, but yeah, looking forward to participating and um, doing some cool stuff this year. Spent the whole episode talking about politics and stuff. <laughs> Change the subject like immediately. So, hey, about the Browns. Oh, fuck. I know when a crisis is coming back. Like, I mean, that's that's the, that's the, that's the fight. Oh, introvert to extrovert. Like, boom, just bounce. Keep it going. Yeah, I'm glad the Browns didn't win because I was pretty convinced if they would have won the Super Bowl or even made it to the Super Bowl that the world was going to end. So, Or Jesus come back. <laughs> that, that'll trigger it. My dad's a diehard Browns fan. So my dad was born in 62. And 1961 was the year they didn't have the Super Bowl yet. It was just the championship mm-hmm. of the league. In 1961, the Browns won the NFL championship, and so he always told me the Browns the Browns won the year before I was born. And the next time they they're going to win the when they're going to win a Super Bowl is the year after I die. That's that's how it's going to that's how it's going to work. Whoa. Oh man! No, you just do. I know your dad will be like a year in the ground, but dig him up and take him. To the to the to the Super Bowl. That's put great. him in put him in one of those seats. Pop up that casket. Like weekend. Here you go, Dad. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> He'd come back to life, start screaming. Yeah, yeah from his grave. Like, <laughs> 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 it's gotta be stimulating. I don't know. Like that's just me with my dopamine dump with my ADHD and all that jazz. Like it's gotta like if it doesn't cross lines, if it doesn't smear boundaries, if it doesn't like. Just doesn't. Well, we need you, Aaron. If it was just me, Keith, and Dustin, it would probably be really boring. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah! You guys are boring. <laughs> boring shit. You're not animated. There's no fluctuation of voice. You're monotone. The only thing I get you guys excited is maybe an anxiety attack or a bear or something that you might die over. Like, Ooh, wait a minute, you're at my level now. Like, like who? <laughs> just waking up from his inception dream. Like, 
I feel a little bit out of it. Like, but anime, like, I was like, wait a minute. You're actually mood is matching effect. Like, <laughs> you're actually like, wait a minute. This is fine. That was so weird. I also had weird dreams last night. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? With your imagination and, dream, and games and stuff like that? Like, yeah, they get weird sometimes. It wasn't quite weird. It's just, I dreamt that I all of a sudden was in some strange, weird kind of town thing. And then I apparently had got, gotten elected to be the new. Like something happened all of a sudden and then they just decided they were going to elect me as like the mayor of this city. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, well, all right, let's see what's happening. What's going on? What's the problems? What can we fix? And I just started doing stuff. I was like, all right, well, okay, let's look at that. Okay. Did you wake up tired? I was wake up tired. in your dream? Yeah. Ice town. Kind of cool. I was thinking that too. But that's kind of cool about Keith though. So that means if you throw him into a leadership position, then he rides to the occasion. He's just, oh, okay. No, at least well, in my dreams. At least in your dreams. Yeah, but in your dreams, that's you what I being... did think about this morning. I was like, oh, so I wonder if I did that in my dream. I wonder if that means if I do that for real. I, think I was so. thinking about it. Maybe it was kind of like it was something to do with subbing on Friday because it was like it was my first time like subbing, obviously for a full day, and the only other time was like two periods of the day. But Dustin was kind of there to kind of help me, and it was like, okay, I'm here, like. I'm the teacher. I'm the one behind the desk. This is really bizarre and weird. There's all these kids in front of me. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'll, I know what I got to do for the most part. Like, all right, I write stuff on the board so they know what they got to do and let them know. And I found that with myself, like, and I don't know if all introverts are like this, but like, we don't want to grab the power, but if we're thrust into that position, we do all right. It's like throwing, throwing, throwing me in the water I'll swim. I'll tread water. Definitely. But one thing I'm not going to do is, I'm not going to put you in front of the board as a, as a speaking on behalf of the company. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, oh. Here's what you do. So listening. <laughs> that's changes per person though, because me, I'm that, I'm still the same way. Like I, I guess I'm a lot more extroverted now than I used to be, but like, I mean, we're in a group. I'll look around and if nobody's stepping up, then I'll step up. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. And, and when I get put in that position, it's like putting me on stage. Like, yeah, I'm nervous about being on stage, but once I'm up there, all right, I guess we're doing this. And, and I, I do really well. Like, I'm just, okay. And I make people laugh and I'm animated. My voice goes up and down everything. Like, I guess I'm running the show now. Introverts can be, can be chameleons. Um, you've never seen me at work, mm-hmm. but I run board meetings at work where I stand up in front of the entire upper management staff and I do presentations on our quality, quality metrics and I, and I run those meetings and when I'm in that mode and I'm wearing my dress clothes, I become that person. I become business Vince. You've never had, you've never met that version of me because no, no need for it. I like that business Vince. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. Teacher Dustin, Keith got to see that a couple of times when we were subbing together, like he was subbing, I was in the classroom and like, I realized that when I'm in front of kids, I'm just soaking up all of the Aaron Collins confidence. And I just, I just am confident about everything I say. Like I was, someone said something about music. I remember they might've been talking about MITM. They're like, Oh, Scott, you still in a band? And I was like, yeah, monsters in the mirror. And like, Oh, and I was like, well, you, you probably listen to Nicki Minaj. So you're not going to like that. And they're like, who, you know, they were like, what are you, and were you trying to tell me my music is bad? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. I have better taste than you. Like <laughs> I'm that confident in myself that I'm like, no, I know music and you don't, you need to, what I'm saying is right. <laughs> it's like weird, direct and confident, but it's also not abrasive. <laughs> you the best part of that story though. <laughs> when you were like, you probably listen to Nicki Minaj and the one kid was like, what's Nicki Minaj? And I was like, 
That is the correct question. That <laughs> <laughs> <Right> answer. <laughs> She's already too old. Yeah, it's interesting being thrust in the spotlight, rise to the occasion. And I think the difference there is too, like, for an introvert, is even though it's a large group of people, it's not a social, like, there's a difference between, like, being in a large social group as an introvert where everybody, there's other people that are doing the talking, that are doing all the, all the things. But if you're, like, in a classroom or in a meeting and you're an introvert and you're the one that's supposed to be in charge, like, unless everybody is causing a ruckus, then it's a bit of a problem. But if everybody's just listening to you, yeah, I'm not going to send and be like, okay, everybody like this, is what we're going to do. I'm going to be like, okay, everybody's quiet. Everybody's listening. This is me. Wait, then I'm, do that again, except what? add a little bit more quiver in your voice. <laughs> I'll do that for you later. <laughs> <laughs> but like, out, son. but like, if I know, okay, it's not a social group, you know, not everybody's talking. There's not like a bunch of stuff going on. Like I can't just be the observer now. Now I am up here. Like everybody's looking at me. I got to tell them what to do. Then I'll, talk loud. I'll make sure I'm trying to talk clearly. Like, okay, this is what has to be done. Here's what you got to do. Like. So to you introverts, it's putting on the suit. When do you put, put it on? When do you take it off? Mm-hmm. Sitting down in this chair, having conversation. It's a, is that a, is there a certain suit for that? Yeah. It's an introvert super suit. So I don't got we only put it on when we need to, right? but when we have it on, better watch out. And you know, like, uh, I'm pretty open about my struggle with, with anxiety. Um, so anxiety. 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 <laughs> Shorten it. Um, <laughs> you say it too much, right? Yeah. Anxiety. Anxiety. So <laughs> when I'm in that business mode, like I was talking about, that brings me in on a lot of anxiety because that's my career. That's my livelihood. And I want to perform really well. And I have to stand up in front of very important people that have a direct influence, direct influence and power over me, mm-hmm. you know? So that's nerve wracking. But if I pick up a guitar and you put me on stage, I can be standing on stage with a spotlight on me and there's a thousand people in the crowd. Do you think I have the tiniest bit of anxiety? Not at all. All euphoria. And then what do I do when I'm on stage? Like, how do I act? Do I behave like an introvert? Nope. No. I'm jumping around. I'm headbanging. I'm singing into the mic. I'm talking to the talking to the masses. Um, so, so you need the right platform. I, I always thought this before. I was like, you had to have the right to like, I can get introverts. I can crack them like a safe. You just have to have the right topic, find out what the passion is and they'll talk all day. That's interesting. Like, cause John, there's a buddy of mine, John Brown. He's, he's very antisocial introvert. You name it. He just around girls. Cause he's just not used to it. Cause he walks around dudes all the time. He's not used to talking to girls. Mm-hmm. So what I did was it, I did, it was actually just an accident with an AC sound show. He was here. He was setting up all the electrical stuff. Right. And this girl is just working alongside of him. Like, call it parallel play, whatever have you. Right. And it's, he's able to talk. He's able to converse. He's able to articulate like his platform. Like he just had the right, need the right platform and branch from that. Then I realized the final platform is inside you. Like you realize People want to know you. People want to know like what your thoughts are. People want to be discovered. And that's the final frontier, the final platform to me, in my opinion, to introverts. is like, you don't need a microphone. You are the microphone. You're the platform, not what you do. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes too, it's, it's the, uh, I don't know if this is a thing, like the distraction effect. I don't know if that's a, 
That could be a band name. <clears throat> um, well, distracting but, you from yourself. Oh, yeah. should I say that? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, right. Wait, is that going to come out right? Like, eventually, like, uh, there, like there's, the there's levels of anxiety. There's levels of, um, things gone. The opposite of confidence, whatever that word is, I can't think of. Um, so like, insecurity. Yeah, insecurity. So like, for me, yeah, if I'm, same thing, like, I'm just not really used to hanging around girls typically like just i mean I, I i am but i'm not um so like yeah if if i was at somebody's house and we were playing a game like yeah that's kind of my element so that game would distract me from all that other stuff and i could probably be more of myself in that moment and yeah i would have no problem playing a game with five other girls and no other guys because hey when we were playing last night, you things. articulated perfectly. You didn't, you didn't like waste words. You knew exactly how to talk to all of us regarding that game that, that, that you've mastered. So like I said, that's, that's the platform. Like, and that's, and you did it wonderfully. Ex- expertise. Yep. Cause, he, cause even Keith had never played that game before. He's read the rules a couple of times, but that was his first time too. But because he's an expert in board games, he plays them. He knows how they work. Bam. He read the rules twice give him the spotlight. And he, like you said, he thrived. So I guess the difference between an introvert and an extrovert, how can we describe that? So as an introvert, we can put on an extrovert suit, but it is like wearing a costume Yeah, and it does feel a little bit uncomfortable, but we can wear it. And many times we can maintain it for a large portion of our lives every, every day at work or what have you. I think for an extrovert, that's their comfort zone. That's where they feel most like themselves. And then for the extrovert, where they have to put on a suit is when they're alone and by themselves, by themselves, nothing around but your thoughts to keep you company. And then that's when you start to feel anxious or uncomfortable because you have, mm-hmm. you have no connection. Our strength you. was built. <laughs> Easier for. And a lot of extroverts found that out last year because of the COVID isolation, oh, yeah. how hard it is to be alone. And even as an introvert, I think being alone for a long period of time. You found still, out that, that limit was, still, right? Yeah, we still, <laughs> our limit's longer. We can, we can, we can last longer. Talk about the interval. Like, what's yeah. the seeking, seeking social interaction? Okay, an introvert to extrovert, right? Extrovert, I, a week, that's max for me. I need human inter- interaction. Introvert, I month? Spent, I spent the entire month in November in my house, Two? yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's about a month for me. Month, okay. Co- COVID showed that, like, wait a minute. I've got introverts calling me like uh, it's been that long. <laughs> like it also depends if I'm depressed or not too. Cause I also suffer with depression. Mm-hmm. My depression isn't severe and it's inter- intermittent. So it doesn't last for long periods of time, but there's a c- couple times a year I'll have a week or two. Um, last year was a bad year. Like I said, so like pretty much like the last three months of the year I was, I was pretty depressed. Yeah. That was definitely one of my longer stints. And if you're depressed and you're an introvert, then you kind of just double isolate. You 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 you, you close out the world. No, I was gonna make a joke before. <laughs> it was I was gonna say it's easier for the it's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for an extrovert to pretend to be an introvert. The Bible, that's the Keith. The Keith revision. I think extroverts they either gotta be dopamine junkies, uh, ADHD attention seekers, a narcissistic component, like, um, um, affirmation, words of affirmation, love language, like where they seek their power, their strength, their community. Like 
there's definitely on that frontier, like something there. What's interesting for me is I found we're talking about trying on the, the extrovert suit. I love it. Like I love, that's why I like my job is that when I go out with the kids, I'm putting on the extrovert suit and I'm thoroughly, I'm on top of the world. Do you ever take it off? Do you want to take it off? And when you do, when you recover, when, like how fast do you want to get out of that? Well, and, and my problem with it too, is that I, when I get in a situation where I need to have that, like I'm on a bus with a bunch of adults or whatever, then I'm like, uh, I, I, isolate, you know, I cower, I get, I become small instead of like putting on the suit and being like, Hey, what's your name? Nice to meet you. Like those are the situations where it would be better to do it. And it's, it's interesting to me that like when I go to school, I easily put the suit on cause that's my job and I have a blast doing it. But then when I'm put in a situation where I need to do it, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to step up. I don't want to be the voice, you know, or you don't have to do it. Yeah. That's, where I, that's my, I'm 33. I just discovered that like this whole awkward silence, which introverts, I don't think there is one. And maybe it's a month of not like sitting in the same room and not talking. My life is an awkward silence. You're, uh, not, <laughs> your life, awkward silence. Like me, I'm realizing with certain my friends, whatever, like it's a choice. Like I don't have to fill that void. I don't have to fill the awkward silence. Like, and I sat in it long enough where it's not awkward anymore. And it's, it's cool. Like I, I can sit on that bus like you and I have to talk to anybody and be okay with it. That was rare. Like that's a new thing for me. Like it's a yeah. choice that I make. It's almost, I'm putting on that suit. I think it's healthy for introverts and extroverts to try to step into each other's world. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, well, I can learn so much from an introvert. Uh, and you can learn so much as an extrovert. Um, we just have to, that's the funny thing is opposites attract. Like there's a reason why most of your friends are to the introverts are extroverts and to the extroverts, the introverts, like it's just interesting. But I was talking to Dustin about this, like, well, when I hang out with extrovert, it's extrovert to extrovert. It's a blast. Like I've never, I never not like talking to extroverts. It's, it's very stimulating. It's very nice. But why is it that I don't maintain any friendship, any relationship like I do with my introvert friends? Like, it's just they're I don't seek them out. Now think about it. What I'm trying to pull out of you guys is the very thing I want out of an extrovert. Well, and what's funny is a theory for that is everybody wants to be known. That's a foundational thing that I fully believe is true. You get two extroverts to get extroverts together and all they want to do is tell the other person who they are. So two extroverts are projecting, projecting, projecting. So then of course you're not, they're not actually getting known because all they're doing is shooting stuff at you and you're not actually feeling known because you're shooting stuff at them. But then you get with extroverts like us three and you're talking, 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 and we're listening and you get to feel really well known because we're receiving it. And then you have the skill, you're able to make us feel known as well. And so that's how they work together. Almost like you have, you know, the, the magnets that read, pulse each other because they're both sending out the same shit. And yeah. Well, I wonder if like with this, I would call it speed dating for extroverts. Like, oh, 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 oh. okay. Yeah. Well, did I remember what's the first thing you, you talked about? Do I know anything about you at the end of the day? Or do you think you know something about me and you have, have you, have you summed me up or whatever? Or it could be speed chess. Like, mm -hmm. Uh, that one, yep. Okay. So tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, I was wrong. Uh, wait, how many questions have you asked me? How many questions have I asked you? 
<laughs> like you're playing a board game, you're working oh, through all the strategies. It's awesome. I, I was actually had to start to dominate this. I was at a, a Longhorn Beef House, a Steakhouse, whatever. And <laughs> it was with my wife. We uh, saw this extrovert friend of ours old, and she just totally dominated. The best part was I could take a vacation. I was like, you are very animated and very entertaining. I was like, what was yours? <laughs> yep. I have, I have a friend from Arizona and he's da- dating a girl. Her name is Faye. She's really, she's really cool. She's a teacher also, actually. Mm-hmm. And she's totally perfect for it. She's got, she's got a teacher mentality. But if you get in a room with her, she will completely dominate the conversation. Like there's nobody else gets a word ever. Mm. Like she shut the fuck up. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Earmuffs, I mean, kids. And she's smart. And she's smart. And uh, everything she talks about, she's very passionate. She speaks with passion. She's intelligent about what she talks about. She makes great points, but she just goes on and on and on and on. And that's the bad part. Like you gotta stop like in that conversation like my mom and this is this is the funny thing is from learning from my introvert friends from you guys i have learned a discipline within with while being an extrovert and what i've done with that my mom like and i'm a spitting image of her she doesn't have the feedback that i have that that insight uh, to myself and i i watch her I listen to her talk and she just just like Faye just dominates i was like and when, when she calls my, my wife, like, all I hear is my mom. I was like, have you asked her a single question? Do you know anything about her? Or are you so self-absorbed? Like, you can't think about anybody else. Like, have you, do you even know this person? And the cool part is I internalize, I reflect on that. Like, because I know, it's like, I know my demon. Like, I know this about me. Right. So now my emphasis is like, okay, uh, have that internal clock. I'm talking way past my 15 second clock, right? But you got me on the subject. I took the fucking bait. Yeah. Right. Damn it. I got the bait and I got the room. Now I got to give the room back. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I was like, so uh, I learned a 15 second interval. I realized like, man, know more about the other person than they know about you and ask questions. And here's how you know it's true. How people want to be discovered and people want to be known. Will they ever stop answering your questions? about themselves unless it's uncomfortable like hey you know you first well, i won't go there but you know what i'm saying right no yeah. they'd love to be discovered <laughs> yeah and i can say as an introvert too like you were talking about awkward silences earlier i actually hate awkward silences like i don't thrive in that i just in those situations like in college when there's 10 of us sitting outside the room waiting to go in there everybody's nobody's talking to each other just awkwardly silent and i hate it i love it if somebody sits down beside me is like yeah is this class going to be like yesterday? You think he's going to tell him? And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, someone engaged with me. Like now I can, you know, it's a relief for me. I'm just always too scared to be that guy. But it's so ironic because we know that probably, probably everybody's feeling the same thing. And anybody who talks is going to now lighten the mood and make everybody feel better. So just have to not be scared. That's interesting because I'm the opposite. Awkward silences don't bother me. And like, let's take this scenario you just said about waiting yeah. outside a classroom for college to start. I'm actually, I try to make myself small and invisible. I don't want somebody to come up and talk to me. Like that's okay. If a, if a stranger comes up and starts talking to me, then I get anxious, start to get anxious. Cause I'm like, Oh crap. Like I don't know this person and they <laughs> want to know about me. And, yeah. and then I, 
I do this thing where I hyperanalyze everything I say. And so when I, the whole time I'm talking, I have this voice in the back of my mind that goes, Vince, that's not an awkward. Oh, you stuttered there. Like you, you sound like, you sound like an idiot. Um, like, uh, this person thinks you're insane. Like I just like, so in that awkward silence in a group of strangers, like I just, I'll just like lean against the wall or, or pretend to look at my phone. Even if I'm not looking at it, like I yep. just, I don't want somebody to come talk to me. I got this. Hey, you're listening to Foresight 5050 by our band, Monsters in the Mirror. If you like what you're hearing, we are on Spotify, Apple Music, and other streaming platforms. We got the whole album on there. And also, if you like the recording quality of what you're hearing, we recorded it at Jackson Recordings, which is Vince's recording studio. So if you're in the market to get something recorded, definitely check him out. He's on Facebook. Let's listen to a little bit more. Check this out. So before it came out of your mouth, it's already in your head, right? That's an introvert move, which I can I need to learn. Here's my extrovert move. I'm already going to say it. And here's where I ana- analyze. OK, the face twinged. Ah, they're not making eye contact anymore. Shoulders shrugged. Uh, they're looking at their watch. Damn it. I've already spit it out. You're analyzing it after you say after. it. So yep. I've, already, I've already spit it like crap. I, there's no take backs for me. For you guys, it's re- oh, well, we both have regret. You regret not saying it. I regret have said it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I met Aaron in 2002, and I remember the day that I met him, but I don't remember which one of us spoke first, but I'm 99% sure it was him. It's probably, I would bet he probably, what he did is he probably stood there for a solid four seconds, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So like that's 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 the clock. So like funny thing is since I know that I, I play the game now, nah, so like, I sit there. I'm like, I'm okay with this. Like, have you it. have you always been extroverted like that? Yes, always. Because I know some some things about your personality changed when you got like your muscles and everything, like confidence and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. You've always just, which you said your mom's like that too. So you were just kind of raised. You yeah, it just shifts. It tr- it transforms. Um, mm-hmm. I feel the same as Vince. Well, I don't know. Vince and Dustin a little bit both together. Like I always prefer a, I prefer a small group to a large group and I prefer a small group to like one-on-one because I definitely feel like if I'm just with one person and there's a silence, I feel like that's an awkward silence. And I feel like, okay, I maybe you should say something, yeah. but if there's at least three people and nobody's talking, I'm like, well, Hey, you guys should be talking. I'm not, I don't want to talk. I'm not talking. It's your guys problem. There's no talking. And so then I don't, feel, then I don't, then I don't feel awkward. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just chilling. If you guys want to talk, that's up to you guys. Like <laughs> I'm still, I'm even different from that. I, I mean, I, I might be a lot more extroverted than I realize. I'm just chicken shit. That's what it is. I mean, I'm just a scared extrovert because like I'm an online teacher and I have these meetings and there's been several times where like, they, we go from being 50 teachers in a zoom meeting to a breakout group where I'm with it's me and three or four other teachers. And every single time I get put in this room and I'm with all these teachers and all their mics are on and all their cameras are on. And we all just look at each other for about four and a half seconds before I just can't take it. 
like, this is driving me crazy. So I step up and I become the guy like, okay, so I guess here's what we're supposed to talk about. Um, what do you think? I, I, here's what I think of this about, what do you think Francois? I'm like, I call people out and get them in and then, and then it feels awesome. Like once it actually happens and I'm kind of running the show, like I love it. I just can't handle like, I, I don't want to be that. You know, I'm not going to do it. You do it. Like, fine. If y'all ain't going to do it, I'll do it. So can you truly transform from an extrovert to an introvert or vice versa? Or is that something that's just inborn from your, like your childhood? Like it's set once you reach a certain point in your childhood, it's set. You can never change it. Or can you truly transform? Maybe could you be changing from an introvert to an extrovert? For I think I am because I think through our friendship, that's what's been happening. I I went from being very introverted to embracing, and for me, it's because I want to be balanced. I'm like that in everything. Like I want to whatever my weakness is, I want to improve that. So I've been trying to improve on my introvertedness for the for like five years now. It's the feedback too. If it didn't work for you, if it didn't like make you feel good, you wouldn't do it. So. Even with the crossover, it's got to make sense. The feedback's got to be there. Mm-hmm. Has to. I think that's the perk of being an introvert is you don't have that feedback because <laughs> you're not putting anything out there to get feedback from. So you're like, oh, no feedback. That's cool. I'm, I, I'm good with that. Like, that means I didn't do anything. I get pretty, I can get pretty jaded too. Like, I, I can get very jaded where I'm like this. You know what? I'm tired of pulling everyone's weight. Right. This is when I get drained. Like, this is why I feel like I want to get to when I get to talking like that. That means reciprocation has not occurred. Maybe I had expectations and they weren't met or whatever. And then I get jaded. So this is what you went through at the end of last year. Yes. Yeah. So jaded. I'm like, just man, like I did this and this and that. And I didn't get this and this and that. Oh, Expectation. Wait, wait. That sounds expect- all, all together. Expectations. Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. That's a whole other podcast. Expectations. <laughs> Which one hand shit? Yeah. Let's see what fills up first. That is a good, another podcast. Talk right. about that. It's so a good one. I get these expectations and now I sit here and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to sit in this awkward silence till you bring something up. It's, it's like almost like a pouting childish move, but like then I've been honing that skill like fine because I I'm a loaded like I am packed like you open this box. You want to you want to. Oh, man, I'll go toe to toe like I'm just waiting, just waiting. And I think we put a little bit too much emphasis on words as an introvert. You can learn a lot of things about people from words, but you I think you learn more from their actions, body language, facial expression over time. Yep. You watch somebody. You don't chat and listen. You just watch somebody. What are, what are the kinds of things they do? What are the kinds of things they say? What is their body language telling you? What are their facial expressions? You learn a lot from a person without, without even talking. Absolutely. I'm so glad we're recording. This is, this is fresh. This is fresh. This is so cool. Is it a confidence issue? So like, for example, for me to say something, I've got to like, I got to be comfortable with myself. I have to be like, to be able to spit it out and someone literally take offense or whatever. There's a level of confidence, comfort, comfort I have to have. Maybe as an introvert. Yeah, maybe it's a great filter, right? That you need before you spit something out. But guess what? Maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe that's the ugly cousin of an introvert. Because guess what? What you say is very valuable. People want to know it. It's there. 
uh, what's with the hesitation? I think, I think at least for me, it's definitely a confidence thing. And, and I guess kind of go back to what I said before, like about being like in front of a classroom, like there's a, an innate confidence, if that makes any sense. Like just being up there and knowing, okay, I'm the one in charge of this classroom. Like there's a confidence that has to come with that. Like the simple fact is I'm in charge right now. Like, okay, I got to do this. Whereas being in a, so there's like, there's a confidence that comes with that. Just knowing, okay, I got to be here. I, I got to do this. Whereas being in a social group, there is no required confidence. So I'm like, okay, if that's oh, not required of me, so I'm no not going to, there's no rise into the occasion. The demand's not there for me. Maybe the demand's always there for me. I can pull that confidence as a resource and use it mm-hmm. on my day to day. I do every day, every day at work, but it takes more out of me. It's like, I have to use extra effort to bring that confidence to the, the surface conscious, the and I have to wear that confidence mask mm-hmm. and I wear it all day. And at the end of the day, when I finally get to take it off, I feel more drained, more tired. That's why I have to exercise. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, I've heard that before that like the, the best judge, well, I don't know if it's the best judge, but like one, uh, a way you can tell as an extrovert from an introvert is you put them in a room and force them to talk to people. If at the end of an hour, they're like, I need to go take a nap. Like I don't have any energy left from having to talk to people. That's an introvert. If an extrovert's like, Hey, Hey, where's everybody going? I got another four hours. I could talk. That's an extrovert. Like whether or not you get your energy zapped or whether you get energized by interaction with a bunch of people. What I think is the fatigue is the whole, should I say this? Should I stay? Should I go? Like it's that, that's that conscious. Like it's yeah, like there's the, that's that anxiety of out. it is, is that energy zap. So imagine for us all day, like any topic you want to talk about, I think you could talk all day on it. There's just, there's no, uh, there's no fatigue. There's no, yeah, you're not fatigued by that. The whole, you can say whatever. Oh, Beck is called an extrovert introvert. Extroverts, we could take a lot. I could take, I mean, I could take a lot of morbid out, out, off the chain. Like, um, I, I can do, I can, I can go with it. Uh, maybe the certain in, introverts who might not be comfortable with themselves. Sam is an extrovert, might not be comfortable with themselves. Take it offensively. Can't articulate. Can't like, I think it wraps around the whole confidence thing. And you're right about the whole, what fatigues you. If, if and I said the fatigue is from the, the conscious inhibition, like the concept. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, uh, you're tripping over your words. Like that's a lot of mental work. I was going to say that too. Um, like you were talking about earlier, how you, think about your words afterwards and the introverts are always thinking about beforehand. I think for me, the reason why I'm enjoying being an extrovert and pursuing that and pushing towards that is because I'm tired of listening to that internal voice, that internal voice in my head for most of my life has told me you're ugly. You're not strong. Nobody likes you. Nobody. It's been a demon for me. So at this point I'm getting to the point where I'm like trying to fix that voice, but I'm also trying to squash that voice and say and externalize it and talk, especially because it proves itself over and over again. When I talk to somebody, they like being talked to. They like, they like talking to me. They smile at me. They respond. And so it's almost like an external way to quiet that demon for me. So, so I've also improved a lot over the years, uh, becoming not such an introvert. I mean, Aaron, you remember me in high school. I mean, I was super back then. I was like, wouldn't talk to anybody. You introduced me to a girl once and I said, sup. <laughs> and I was like, that was it. That was it. Classic. Um, 
<laughs> she either talked the whole time or nobody talked at all. <laughs> but anyway, I've, I've improved in my extrovertedness over the years. And um, dang, I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> well, I can contribute to that because I've noticed it with you. Like when you and I get together and we're just alone, I'm pretty bad at making small talk because I don't like to and I don't mono know how mono. to. Yeah, yeah, right, mano mano. And you're always good at that. You're like, so how's, how's work going, Dustin? Like you have those things to ask to get something going so it's not awkward. So that's a skill you definitely have, but you've kind of always had that with you. Oh, I remember the point I was going to make. We were talking about the voice. I haven't, the way I've improved, I haven't been able to find a way to silence or squash that voice. It's still there. Mm -hmm. But if I am in a crowd and a stranger comes up and talks to me, that voice is still there. And it's going, oh, you're tripping every words. Oh, they're going to think you're weird. But then I kind of talk back to that voice in my head and I go, who cares? I don't know this guy. Like, what if he, who cares if he thinks I'm awkward or weird? Does it matter? If he really thinks I'm that weird, then he'll never come up and talk to me again. And I won't ever have to worry about that guy ever again. <laughs> but nine times out of 10, when I do have an interaction with somebody, it usually goes pretty well. And I end up at least becoming an acquaintance with that person and everything goes fine. So none of those things that voice is telling me about myself is true. I've been able to silence it or squash it, but then I put it in perspective and just say, doesn't matter what this, this guy thinks of me because if he doesn't like me, he won't talk to me again. So there's actually statistics behind this too. I, I listened to a podcast when I was building that wall right there from the art of manliness and they were talking about like how to get better at starting up conversations with people and those sorts of things. And they studied it and they found, I don't know the exact number, but like a vast majority of people love being talked to like, like 80% of the time, if you go up and start a conversation with somebody, they're going to respond positively and not negatively. So there's nothing to be afraid of. And then like Vince, you said, if it's negative, then cool. Scratch them off the list. You're not going to encounter them again. Yeah, that's a concert. Next. There's a billion of you. Yeah, that was, that was really cool for me. So Aaron and I went to this concert for today. It was like their last tour. It was super emotional. Yeah, it was awesome. Norma Jean was there, but um, he was trying to show me as an introvert. He's like, check this out. You have all these people here. Look at what they're wearing. Everybody's wearing black band tees. You got Norma Jean shirts. You got fourth today shirts. You can look at somebody and already have something in common with them. That guy's got a Norma Jean shirt on. Go up to him and say, bro, I'm so pumped for Norma Jean tonight. And he's like, watch. And Aaron showed me with the hundreds of people. He's like, watch this. That guy yes. right over there. He's like, let's go talk to him. And he walked right over and he talked to the guy. And oh, every man. person was like, smiled at Aaron was like, oh yeah, like I love that album. And it, he really proved to me that like people are not going to kill you if you talk to him. <laughs> Yeah. takes practice for us introverts. Band t-shirts are funny. So when I was living in Arizona, I was in this really great band called Gritty Leon. I was probably one of the worst musicians in the band. Yeah, based on what you told me. Yeah. Um, so, but I met the drummer for that band before I joined the band. He was in choir and we were in choir together. We stood right next to each other in choir. And I'm an introvert and he's an introvert. So we didn't look at each He didn't <laughs> <laughs> I have so, this imagery. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's funny. Yep. Not even saying a word to yeah. each other. Just so, so we're just standing there in class. <laughs> but I'm wearing a Killswitch Engage t-shirt, and he's wearing a Shadows Fall t-shirt. Mm -hmm. So two metal bands. And I think it was me. I was the first one. I looked over and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, man, it's a sweet shirt." <laughs> and he looks over at me and he goes, "Yeah." He's like, "They're awesome too." And I'm like, "You dig metal?" He's like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "That's awesome." And then. We kind of struck our friendship. And now he finds out he's one of the best drummers he's ever met. Yeah. Like, yep. Boom, boom, boom. Like, and it was, it was just, it was the band. If it wasn't for the band tees, like we would never would have spoken. 
But that is an interesting thing and we can't solve this now. But as far as meeting a future girlfriend, making more friends, trying to not be an introvert, like we have to find a way in the new COVID world to do that because going to Toledo Music Fest is maybe not possible. Going to a, a brewery and hanging out with a bunch of hipsters, that's my ideal scene. Might not, might not be doable for a while. Well, and you got a 50-50 shot. Now that people are wearing masks, you only get half of a face. So, yeah, all right, you got some good eyeliner. The, 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 your, you know, I like your blue eyes. You drop that mask, that's 50%. I mean, you could have a snaggle tooth. You could have like a, uh, a you know, a cleft lip. You could have a broken, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I mean, you're rolling the dice. That's super offensive, but I can take that and hit something that's less offensive. Um, you're, as an extrovert, you're looking for social cues. How are they responding to me? <laughs> You only got the eyes now for those social you know, cues. Funny thing is, like, <laughs> for an introvert, all we need is the eyes. Well, funny thing you say about that. I've tuned that skill because now that this is all I get, I don't have a disconnect that I'm forming with the mask. I don't smile anymore. I just do the eyebrow thing. Okay, lift up the eyebrows. That's either I'm, I'm laughing. Actually, no. Uh, wait, what's my laughing? Like, uh, okay, so my eyebrows go down if I'm laughing. And then if I'm shocked or surprised, they go up. And then I got to do a mean brow which I do that. It's like, but it's all here. The whole eyebrow movement. You have like Jack Black and do the wave. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt and add two band names because um, Awkward Silence is one we did other. Oh, and then one. Keith just said, all we need are the eyes. And that just sounds that's really, a good one. Really cool. Yeah. So. Never lie. Yeah, those are yeah, Awkward Silence. I'm nice. They're my bros. This is a new album. <laughs> <laughs>